Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast, episode 286. Hello, everyone. Tom Brassell here. Thanks so much for joining us. Great catching up with you. If this is your first time or you're a longtime listener or you fall somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. Either way, we're just glad that you joined us. Especially glad today because our guest is a very, very special one. We normally catch up with him in person this time of year at the PGA Merchandise Show. Right now, he's barreling down the five in Carlsbad, California. CEO of TaylorMade Golf, Mr. David Abeles. David, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you with us, as always. Likewise, Tom. Great to be back. Always enjoy this time of year and always enjoy this podcast with you. Hey, I was scrolling through Google the other day, and I came across an article. It was March 26, 2015. David Abeles, named CEO of Taylor Bay Golf. You're coming up on an anniversary, man. Like, look in the rearview mirror a little bit and talk about the last four years and uh, what, what, you're, what you're proud of and where, where, where the ship is heading. Yeah, it's hard to believe, Tom, four years, how quickly time goes by. And uh, I try not to look in the mirror because the more I do, the older I look. But... Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been an incredible four years for TaylorMade, and uh, I think equally uh, an incredible four years for the game of golf and, importantly, the business of golf. Um, but, yeah, I had uh, the wonderful opportunity to come back to this company uh, back in, uh, really, it was February. I think the press release went out in March, but it was February of 2015. And, uh, you know, TaylorMade's been such an incredible brand in golf for so many years, but we were doing some good things, Tom, but we really had an ambition to be exceptional, to do things that other companies would look back upon and say, gosh, I wish I had done that first, or I wish I had brought that product technology out first, or I wish I was able to tell that performance story or align myself with those athletes. And so uh, we assembled a new management team at TaylorMade and really started to think about the modern-day TaylorMade, what we would look like over the next 10, being very respectful of some of the great work we had done over the previous 10. And so several of the things that we really set course on was that every product we would launch in every single category we competed in, not simply just being a great Metalwoods company, but what does best-in-class look like by making best-performing Metalwoods, best-performing irons, wedges, putters, and getting into this golf ball business in a real meaningful way with a, a new technology that will enhance performance for all golfers. So the first thing we said is, Any products we launch from this day forward, they're going to be measurably better, both in terms of form, which is what they look like and function, how they work, than anything we've ever done. So that was the first thing we did. The second thing we said is, hey, four years from now, we've got a wonderful staff of tour players, but what if through these products and the performance of these products, we ended up having a tour team that was rival to none? I mean, guys and and women and on the PGA and, and worldwide tours, the LPGA tour, that ultimately would be the very, very, very best on tour. And, and we can talk about that a bit later today. But when you think about the tour team today between Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson and Jason Day and John Rahm, and we've got a big announcement coming actually on Monday about another athlete that I think the industry will absolutely their jaws will drop. That is coming to TaylorMade. And S.H. Park, the number one player in the world on the LPGA Tour. I mean, we've never, we've never assembled a team like that, and I'm not so sure golf's ever seen a team like that. And it keeps getting stronger because of the significant position we took on product. And then the last thing, Tom, that we really took a deep dive in four years ago is how do we become the best service organization in the business? 
in terms of how we work with our retail partners, so whether it's worldwide golf or PGA golf professionals around the country and around the world, or certainly in front of consumers that buy our products. And we've been working really hard on that. We're not perfect, and we've got a long way to go, and we've had such uh, incredible demand for some of our products. We've been a little bit late in delivery from time to time, but that's only a byproduct of excessive demand of what we expected would happen, uh, which is a good thing and also a challenging thing. But in the end, we have reinvested in infrastructure around the world in terms of new assembly facilities in North America, in Europe, in Asia, new distribution centers in the United States, and again in Europe, um, and then we've just invested in building a brand-new golf ball plant to support the continued growth of our golf ball business with partners in Taiwan and increasing line capacity right here in the United States, U.S. manufacturing for tailor-made golf balls in Liberty, South Carolina. So a lot has happened uh, for the tailor-made golf company over the past four years, but to be a better partner with our customers, and you know, I, I really couldn't ask for more. David, it's an exciting time of year, and we always catch up with each other at the PGA Merchandise Show. But it's an exciting time of year for a couple reasons. One is you guys always have some exciting releases, and the tour comes off of Hawaii into your backyard in Torrey Pines where you're releasing new product and new announcements and all that. You guys made a decision to reallocate resources in a different way this year. Just talk briefly on that before we get into product, if you would. Yeah, we did, Tom. You know, one of the things that, that our company does, and I would imagine most great companies do this, is when you start a new year, you assess the things that you've done in the prior year and really do a thorough deep dive to determine, are those things going to be as effective in the coming year as they were in the prior year? And one of those things or decisions that we've made for many years is to participate in the annual merchandise show down in Orlando. And we've loved being there. Uh, it enables us to interact with our customers uh, it enables us to show our new products. But one of the real things that we looked at is, one, are we really providing value to our customers the way our customers expected of us today relative to, you know, 10 years ago? And really the answer was not really because our customers have seen our products. They've seen our marketing plans. Uh, they've seen our salespeople. They've seen our marketers. We've worked on merchandising for them. So when we come to market with new products in February, all of the pre-work done to present these products and tell the technology and performance stories in front of golfers has already been done. So we found ourselves with our customers kind of looking at each other saying, it's wonderful to be together, but we've actually invested in the work being done in advance of the show. So that was as much of a timing thing than anything else. The second thing, Tom, was the timing of the show which is January. It's the start of the year from a calendar standpoint, but the marketing vehicles we use to launch our products, they're already all in motion. We have already pre-launched the M5 and M6 Metalwoods, the brand new TP5, TP5X golf ball, our new Spider X putter. All of those products have been announced. They're in the bags of tour players. Uh, they'll be in the marketplace literally in a couple days' time. And so all of the marketing efforts to inform consumers around the new products coming from TaylorMade, they're already all out. It used to be a decade ago that the PGA show really was the marketing vehicle to get to golfers and get to our customers. Well, it's just not that way anymore. And then the last thing was for us is if we took the money that we were investing in the show, and as you know, Tom, you've been in our booth. It's a city. Um, and when we show up and do things, TaylorMade's the type of company that goes all in. We're going to do it and do it as well as we possibly can. So it's a very expensive proposition for us to be at the show. We talked about the simple notion of what if we reinvested every one of those dollars that we wouldn't spend by not going to the show directly into our customer base. 
What if we provided our, our retail partners and golf professionals more fitting resources, more training resources, more demo resources, which would ultimately let consumers try our products and validate those products even before they bought, bought them? What if we invested in more PGA professionals that would support club professionals? I'm not talking about tour professionals that would support the tailor-made brand and accentuate the performance of our great product line. What if we did that? What if we invested in junior development? by taking Rory McIlroy's TaylorMade Junior set and taking every dollar that we make on that set and pouring it into junior golf, which is what we're doing. So, you know, Tom, one of the things we've talked about, and you've been really great about calling this out with TaylorMade, is we are the innovation leader in golf, and we're very proud of that. And we don't, we don't take that term lightly. A lot of companies will use that buzzword and say, we have an innovative new product technology. To be an innovative company, it has to be more than just product technology. It has to be in and around the operating practices of the company and making hard decisions that lead to new pathways in the future. And the PGA Show decision is just simply one of the examples of, of making innovative decisions for the betterment of our customer base, consumers, and our business over time. But you mentioned February 1 is the big date where the customers can get the product in their hands. Let's talk M5 and M6 first, if you would. Take us through these new innovative products, speed-injected technology this year. Yeah, Tom. You know, I've been, um, gosh, I've, I've been in golf for coming up on 25 years. And I have uh, been very, very fortunate to see some of the real great product innovations in metalwood technology, irons technology across the spectrum of products. And I've had 15 years at TaylorMade and have seen technologies like uh, thermally compressed carbon in M1 back in 2015, which led the way to carbon integration, multi-material composites in golf, movable weight technology back in 2004, flight control technology, which is adjustable hosels in 2009. Even way back, I'll date myself, you'll laugh at this, moving from steel to titanium in 1995 and ultra-thin cast titanium in 2001. You know, when you think about all these new technologies that came from TaylorMade, and they, they started with TaylorMade, almost everyone has been adopted into golf as mainstream now. Well, for the past several years, we've been working on uh, two technologies, one in which we launched last year called TwistFace which is when we really studied face dynamics and said there's a better way to create bulge and wall roll and establish the face dynamics so that dispersion goes from what it was to something much better. So if you had a high toe shot, low heel shot, which is where the majority of shots are hit, we can take your dispersion and make it 50% better than it was, which means you're going to hit it straighter. But the one thing we were working on is how do we improve our manufacturing tolerances? So, Tom, give me one minute to explain what we've done with injected twist face. We said to ourselves, you know, when we go to the PGA Tour and Tiger Woods or Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy get our products, I don't know if your, your listeners know this or consumers know this, but there's a concept on tour called Tour Spicy, which means every head that a PGA Tour player, LPGA Tour gets, gets has actually been tested by TaylorMade to ensure it's as close to the legal limit, the USGA and RNA legal limit in COR and CT time as humanly possible. So we test every single head, and quite candidly, the fastest heads go to the guys and the gals on the PGA Tour. Now, the concept is, well, how come that can be? How come every head can't be a Tour spicy head? Because when manufacturers design metalwoods, you actually have to design well below the legal limit because manufacturing tolerances in movement, some come in a little bit faster and some come a little bit lower. So if I were to walk in to a worldwide golf shop, and take a sample of 12 tailor-made metalwoods in 2018. Do the same thing for three or four of our competitors' other brands. 
you would see a range of plus or minus two to three miles an hour within those 12 heads. And the reason is, is because you have to design as close to the limit as you can, but if you get too close, some of your heads are going to go over, they're going to be non-conforming, and nobody wants to be there. So we said, and here's a real innovative thought, what if we designed our products past the legal limits and injected every one of those products, every single driver head from TaylorMade in 2019 would be tested and actually tuned back precisely to the legal limit. So all of those 12 drivers, they're all at the legal limit, not three of 12 or five of 12. Some are a little bit higher, some are a little bit lower. Every single driver in M5 and M6 has been tested. And think about the manufacturing challenges of doing so. We test every single head. We inject every single head with the appropriate amount of injection. So there's a, there's a foam injection in each head to tune the heads back to the legal limit. So TaylorMade has said, we're going past it, we're tuning back, while others are still trying to get to it. So this breakthrough, amongst all the breakthroughs that I had mentioned earlier, to me, is the most significant breakthrough in the history of our company, not simply because it's going to enable every golfer, Tom, I mean every golfer, to get a driver head at the legal limit, but also to be able to manufacture something like that and CT test every single driver coming off the line, have a robot injecting the right amount of injection foam to ensure that every single one is perfect, and then recording that head into the cloud so that we know exactly which head has been tuned at what parameters to the legal limit is something that I don't think can be done in golf for many, many years, and we got there first. David, if you would, M5 and M6, talk about these new clubs and obviously the importance of being custom fit for these new clubs? Well, we believe in fitting across not only our Metalwoods uh, line, Tom, but into irons, wedges, and putters because we, and even ball for that matter, quite candidly, ball could be as important as the others. Uh, so the M5 and M6, they're, they're, they're wonderful products. Speed injected twist face is really the primary feature that we'll be talking about this year, but we've also advanced the hammerhead slot. We've also advanced the thermally compressed carbon into the, into the sole of the golf club. There's a new T-track system on the bottom of the M5 driver, a little bit more personalized than the M6. These products are faster. They launch higher. They spin a little bit less which means they're going to go a little bit further, and they're simply incredible. The fairway woods, we have titanium, and we brought twist face into fairway woods now. That wasn't available last year. Titanium M5 fairway woods with twist face, so titanium with a twist, steel with a twist in M6. They're all over the tour already. Um, the new irons in M5 and M6 are equally as impressive, so go try those. They look better. They feel better. They go further. They're just better. And then this new golf ball, this new TP5 and 5X, that is just something else, and we're going to make an announcement about an athlete, that, an athlete that's coming into our golf ball on Monday of next week that I think will send you know, a real shock of energy across the industry that further reinforces that we make the best performing golf ball in the business. And you know, I'm very humble about advanced technology because I think a lot of companies do a lot of great work, but I couldn't say this three or four years ago on a podcast, and I hope the golfers are listening to this. TaylorMade unequivocally makes the best-performing golf ball in the world right now. And while we don't have the most tour players playing it, we're getting closer and closer to that. But what we do have is six of the top ten players in the world or top 12 players in the world contingent upon when you look at the Go World Golf Rankings playing the TaylorMade golf ball because it's better, and we're very, very proud of that. And for a PGA Tour player, a top PGA Tour player, the last thing, the hardest thing, and you know this, David, the hardest thing for you to get them to change is the ball, Right. Absolutely right. You know, it's the one piece of equipment that you hit on every shot. <laughs> yep. uh, one question about the ball, yep. David. There's some talk 
about rolling it back a little bit, that it's too hot on tour. What, what are your personal thoughts on that? Yeah, so, you know, Tom, I appreciate you asking that question because it seems to take and consume some time and dialogue in, in, the, uh, in the golf industry. Um, I wrote a white paper on behalf of TaylorMade to take our company position. We're very clear. We don't believe in any rollback of technology. Um, we, don't, we don't believe that's going to benefit golfers. And, and what we do is make better products to benefit golfers. And we also don't believe in the bifurcation of the rules, which means there would be a separate set of rules at the professional level than there would at the amateur level. The game of golf needs to continue to grow. The game of golf needs to be more accessible, and the game of golf needs equipment that will help golfers play the game better. I have never met a golfer that has walked off the 18th green at, every, at any level, any level, the best level at professional level or even an amateur level, saying, you know, this game is way too easy, Tom, and I don't want to play it anymore. We have to make the game of golf more friendly, more accessible, and I believe equipment in golf ball, by helping golfers hit it a bit further, helping golfers hit it a little bit straighter, will not only add value to the way they perform, but it will help them feel better about the way they play and enjoy the game more. So we are adamantly opposed to any type of rollback or advancement in golf. The industry, um, the world today is about advancing technology for the benefit of consumer engagement. Doing anything the opposite would be, would be detrimental to the performance of the game and the growth of the game, and that's not good for our industry. Very well said. Hey, David, we're short on time, but i got to put you on the clock. Five questions, 50 seconds. You ready to go? I'm ready to roll, Tom. As Faraday would say, somebody start a clock somewhere. Number one, the course that you have played that was on your bucket list, that it would be the one course you'd say, i got to play that again. Well, did it last year, Royal County Down. Hadn't played it, had a chance to play it, loved it, would play there in a microsecond again. Question number two, David Abelese's quick four predictions of the four major winners this year. Boy, this is never quick, but believe me, I've thought this one through. <laughs> First of all, I think Rory McIlroy McElroy is going to have a blockbuster year this year. So mark my words, he will be back in the winner's circle as a major champion. Tiger Woods is going to win a major championship this year, and you know what that means to golf. Uh, my man and AT&T partner, John Rahm, will win his first major this year, and I'm really excited about that. And I also think, and this is a, a crowd favorite, fan favorite, and actually one of my favorite golfers, I think Ricky Fowler is going to win a major this year, and I think he's going to win it with some equipment or a golf ball that he hadn't been playing in the past. Question number three for David Abel. Is the tailor-made staffer that's most likely to win two majors this year? Rory, Ma- Rory McIlroy. Question number four, your player's champion prediction. Now, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I'm putting my money on our man Jason Day. He's in great form. He's in super health. And uh, he's one of my favorite guys on the planet. And I think Jason is going to break through again uh, at the Players' Champion at TPC Sawgrass. And question number five, you mentioned John Rahm will probably be the first staffer you'll play with this year. As you look into October, November, December, who do you think will be the last tailor-made staffer that you'll get around to golf in with this year? You know, I really don't know. <laughs> I'll take that as it comes, you know. Ha- having the opportunity to play with any of our guys or S.H. Park. I would love to play with S.H. Park. You know, she's a tailor-made staff. Oh, yeah. She's the number one uh, LPGA player in the world, and I've never played with her, and I would love to absolutely play with S.H. Park and see how tremendous of an athlete and golfer she is. S.H. Park it is. David Abelese of Five Questions, 50 Seconds, and a little bit more, but a lot today on M5, M6, TP5, and TP5X, and just TaylorMade in general. David, it's always great, my friend. Thanks for catching up with you. I hope you made it to work on time. Uh, we we kind of uh, dominated the conversation on the five, but uh, final words from David Abelese to our listeners. 
Well, first off, I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. We've turned the corner into the new year. Uh, we are extremely excited about the golf industry in 2019 and certainly uh, the success of TaylorMade. We appreciate everybody at Worldwide Golf for everything you do for our company uh, and, importantly, all of your customers that shop at your stores that really represent and play our products. So uh, we thank you very much. Uh, next week is a very, very big week at the Farmers Open here at Torrey Pines, a home game for our company. We're going to be launching our new products, announcing new tour players, uh, and having a lot of fun. So I'll look forward to catching up soon, Tom. Appreciate everything you do for golf and always having me on the show. It means a lot to me personally. Thank you. Thank you, D.A. Hope to see you soon, my friend. You too, pal. Take care. How about that? That's a term I've never heard before personally. Tour spicy. You build the club past the legal limit and then bring it back to just inside the legal limit. It's the M5 and M6, all new line. M5 Tour also, M6 D-type. You got your Tour excuse me, TP5 and TP5X golf ball, go in and get fit, not just for the clubs. As David said, get fit for the ball as well. Go to your local Worldwide Golf Shops retail location. These clubs are available February 1. Well, special thanks to DA for joining us, David Abley, CEO of TaylorMade Golf, and to our listeners. We'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here on WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.